What is up, my people, and welcome to another episode of Probably Problematic. I'm your host, Kate, and if you're listening today, it is my fucking birthday. What is up, guys? I am so excited to be here. I'm not going to lie and say that I'm excited to be turning 27, like literally ill 27. What the fuck is 27? But you know what? I am honestly, truly grateful to be seeing the number 27. As disgusting as it looks and sounds, I really am grateful to be seeing the number 27 because I know this year was a rough one for me and everybody else. We had the pandemic and everything going on. So I'm just truly, honestly blessed to say that I made it to 27. So clap it up for me. I am fucking 27. So in today's episode, I just want to touch base on what I'm doing for my 27th birthday. And I've been kind of hinting at it, promoting it. And everybody keeps asking me like, what the fuck is this? Like, I've been dropping hints, but I haven't really gotten into exactly what it is that I'm doing for my 27th birthday. So before we get into today's episode, I just want to do a little weekly update. I promise you guys that I will be doing that and whatnot. So let's get into this week's update. This week, well, not even this week, but like last week started off kind of bumpy for me because I got blocked off of Instagram and it was kind of I don't know to be honest I was stuck in the like in the middle I was stuck in the middle of like fuck what am I gonna do if my Instagram is getting hacked first of all I don't want anybody like you know try to make a fool out of me or whatever and then I also was like all of my classes are on here everything that I've worked so hard for and of course this would happen to me after dropping the podcast episode or whatever like of course this would happen to me So I'm like, shit, how am I going to get this to work? But then the other part of me was like, look, we have your event coming up, which is what today's episode is about. So I'm like, maybe that's a sign from God that we just really need to focus on what the fuck it is that we need to focus, like the task at hand and get off of social media. Stop trying to compare yourself to everybody. Like, girl, clear your mind and focus. You have this big thing coming up, right? So this week, it has just been very up and down for me because with it not working I was like oh how am I going to get the promo out for Cam K like I was just kind of stressed so I want to get into that really quickly I'm going to try to make the story as short as possible but of course there was a an account that had messaged me on June 5th I believe anyway they had messaged me and it was like a viral video on one of those social dancing pages going around and it was a girl who was social dancing with someone and her dress was writing up and the cameraman obviously was recording the fact that her literal ass cheeks were out and obviously she was trying to pull it down or whatever so they sent the video to me to my dms now here here's one thing with social media i try not to make a scene when people comment stuff on my page i try to be very politically correct and i try not to make a scene But when you reach my DMs, you're kind of in my personal space. And that's where you kind of fucked up because that's when anything goes. And I'd be letting it rip in there. So 
She came to me, if this was even a she, because when I checked on the page, it was following no one. It had zero posts and then it had a picture of a girl on it. So I'm just going to say she because that was the profile picture. Anyway, she sends me this video and she's like, hey, is this you with like a vomit emoji? And I was like, um, no, that is not me. First of all, the girl's hair is long and brown. Second of all, Shorty is whiter than milk. Um, definitely not me. And they tagged the dancers who were in it. I'm not tagged in it. So no, that's not me. She's like, oh, okay, because I was about to say, like, I hope you don't dress like that. And I don't know what it was about that comment that really like fucking flipped the switch in my head. And I was like, no, 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 no. We not going to do that. Like, just because you're writing to me in my DMs doesn't mean it's okay to be degrading women based off of what the fuck it is that they wear. You guys know, listening to this podcast, that I am very pro mind your fucking business. And she was not minding her fucking business. Like, what is it, any of your business that she's wearing a dress that you feel is short? Now, if you're a lady and you're listening to this, or a female and you're listening to this, or even men, fuck it. If you're a man and you wear dresses and you have worn a dress while you were social dancing, we all know, even if you're not social dancing, if you're out clubbing and you're dancing, we all know there are certain moves that you can literally have a dress wrapped around your fucking ankles. And if you open your legs a little bit too much, obviously not spread eagle status, but if you're dancing and you're having a good time, little by little, your dress starts to ride up. We've all been there. I've been in that situation. Everyone has been in this situation. And if it didn't happen to you, don't sit there and lie like your titty hasn't popped out. You you know for a fact that you were feeling cute with an open back shirt and you had a little nip slip. We've all been there. Like, ha ha, he he, it's over, right? No. So this person proceeds to keep on sending me the video and screenshots of it. So I told them like, okay, and you keep sending me this. One, I told you that it's not me. So why do you keep on attacking this girl? Two, it's not okay. So I go in the comments and people are like calling this girl out or whatever and calling her like a, a cheap hooker, like just being very vulgar and coming at her. So my comment was like, guys, why aren't we talking about the fact that whoever posted this video is obviously doing it to get their algorithm up and they're trying to get the likes, the views, the comments, and they're also trying to get the follows. Why, why, like, why are we not picking up on this and why are we attacking her? If anything, we should be attacking the person who's literally recording up Shorty's like dress. Like I can see her little like her butt cheeks. I can see between her butt cheeks. That's how deep this camera was in. And if you knew as a camera person, all right, I got I'm starting to get um an angle of Shorty's cooter bug. Maybe, just maybe, I shouldn't post this. But no, they did anyway. I promise you there's a point to this story. Anyway, I, I posted up the video and like telling everybody like, do not slide in my DMs trying to degrade women because I will definitely tell you the fuck off. I'm really tired of people trying to be feminist when they want to be because in reality, that's what it is. It's like the moment Rihanna shows her nipples and walks around with a mesh shirt, everybody's like, free the nips, feminist. And then someone's skirt accidentally rides up and because she's not Rihanna, everybody's like well you are trashy like she's legit trying to pull it down 
Rihanna ain't trying to pull nothing down. She's letting you know, I have no bra on. Look at my nipples. It is what it is, you know? So I posted up and let everybody know, like, that is not okay. We're not going to be doing that. And all of a sudden, my fucking Instagram just stopped working after that. And I'm like, what the hell? This is so weird. I didn't do anything. Like, I didn't tag these people. I wasn't creating drama. It was on my personal story. I've done this before. Nothing happened. But it just stops working. So I'm like emailing Instagram back and forth, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, that same anonymous page writes to me and they're like, oh, did you get blocked for starting all that drama? And I'm like, what? what drama there is no drama like you're a piece of shit woman if you're sitting here degrading other women because of what they choose to wear and not minding your business and think that I'm gonna let it slide like I'm not cool with that I'm not gonna jump on your bandwagon and start bullying this girl because she decided to wear a dress that made her feel like a bad bitch and it rolled up a little bit like it is what it is you know I've been there and they're like, oh, you're so problematic. And I like kind of referring and dropping hints to like the podcast. So I'm here like, um, look, you mad annoying. Like my New York side came out and I'm like, yo, you're mad annoying. I'm not dealing with chess anymore. And I like restricted them from messaging me and whatever. And I moved on. My Instagram account was blocked for like four fucking days. And I'm like, shit, like what the hell happened? Someone tells me that they're trying to purchase my class and my link isn't working. So I'm like, okay, let me check the link. I checked the link and it said that my link was reported for malicious content. So I'm like, malicious content? It can't be my TikTok because my TikTok is where I post like all my dance videos like I do on Instagram. Can't be my YouTube account because my YouTube account is all of my dance traveling vlogs and stuff like that. That's not malicious. So then I start thinking and I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm like, oh, my classes. But no, my classes, I'm teaching someone to dance. Like, that's not malicious. Sure enough, someone reported the probably problematic podcast as malicious. And they reported the my side episodes. So if you're listening to this, you're a fucking dick writer. Because here we are with another episode. We're not going anywhere, baby. We're not. And I understand that you're upset. But it's okay. You'll get over it. Like, we're not going anywhere. Here we are for another episode. Say happy birthday to me. <laughs> like, I really didn't know what was the point of that. But anyway, then I went back into the messages. And I started picking up on the hints of them referring to the podcast. And then it just all clicked. Anyway, long story short, I took my fucking podcast out of my bio and now we're back on Instagram, baby. So you tried to get rid of me, but you didn't. So yeah, that was my weekly update. I was <laughs> I was a little stressed. I was like, damn, someone's trying to hack my shit. But no, it was just a hater who didn't like to hear the truth. And you know, it is what it is, but we still here, malicious and all. Now, let's get into <laughs> this week's episode. So, this year for my birthday, I decided that I wanted to give myself the gift of completing a lifelong goal of mine. When I was younger, I really, really, really admire like the cheer camps and the dance camps. And I could never go to one because they didn't really have them for like people in New York and not any ones that I were actually interested in. And then I was also involved in my own dance stuff and like their summer dance camps they were like mainly for training when I was a kid but they weren't 
like with the whole camp experience. And ever since I saw Parent Trap, I was like, I really, really, really wish I can go to a sleepaway camp. And then obviously you have the Hispanic background where it's like, you're not going out of my sight. You're not staying a whole freaking summer somewhere far away. Like it's not going to happen. So there went that. I went all my life really, really wanting to go. And this year, I don't know what it was, but I was like, what if I did an adult dance training camp? And I just ran with the idea. This is something that I have been thinking about for a while. And I had brought it up when I was still like in a partnership. I had brought it up and then the idea was starting to slowly like dissolve and become their idea. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Give that shit back to me. Like, I'm going to do it because it was my idea. Anyway, moving forward to today, that is what I am doing for my birthday. I am launching my first ever dance training camp. It's a sleepaway dance training camp called Camp Kate. And I am so freaking excited. It is going to be, as of right now, a yearly event. And this year, it is going to be launched on my birthday. So I think the plan for me for the next five years is to try to always have it on my birthday weekend. So that's the idea for now. Now, here's the breakdown of it. In the salsa scene, people might get offended listening to this, but you are going to listen and be like, she's not lying. So in the dance scene, I feel like we lack a lot of good sportsmanship and we definitely lack a lot of leadership. We also lack a lot of technique. And it's funny because someone recently DM'd me. Uh, one of my friends, her name is Jay, she recently DM'd me and was like, hey, question, what is the difference between the salsa scene and like the commercial dance scene? And I was like, easy. People in the salsa scene can't dance. I'm sorry. It is what it is. A lot of people are mimicking what they see other people do and they're just doing it to a different song. That's all they're really doing. And then the people in the commercial scene, like they're actually putting in the work. They're training, they're pushing. And when I say training, I don't mean like they're training from the same two people all the time or they're training just from headliners. Because let's be honest, some of your headliners are the ones who are doing the mimicking. So it's like we all just look like each other with different costumes to a different song. And then we're all just mixing it, calling it fusion. Like, no, 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 no. So piggybacking off of that, that's where I kind of got my, well, this was way before, but I got my inspiration from that because I'm like, I'm so tired of seeing people like go to these Congress events. And in reality, there are some Congresses who go out of the box and they hire outside of the scene choreographers, but people don't take advantage of it at all because a lot of them are there to drink to hook up and to party which that is all fine but I feel like my event should be dedicated to people who are kind of like me who want to dance and I'm not saying partying is wrong because we too will be having like parties but they're not going to be parties in the sense like oh you're going to get blackout drunk no they're parties to celebrate your hard work We will be having classes all day long and classes as early as 8 a.m. All classes are mandatory. It's not like a Congress where you're able to pick what day you want to go. Like you have to, if you're trying to go to Camp Kate, it's because you're genuinely trying to become a better dancer 
a better leader and just overall a better person. Like the main idea for this event is for people to bond better with other people, get to know people outside of your circle. Because I feel like when I traveled a lot over the past couple of four years, I too was falling into that like, well, this is my circle, like don't come into my circle. So it's like, this is helping you, you know, be comfortable with meeting new people, creating new bonds and, you know, breaking out of your shell. You're also going to be learning technique and skills on how to become a better choreographer. Um, We're also going to be teaching you other styles. You're not just getting salsa and bachata. You will be getting other styles that I know it's rare the scene really provides. And not because they don't want to, but because us as dancers don't feel like we need that. So someone can be teaching contemporary and I'll pass by the room and there's three people in there. Why? If we're dancers, all of our classes should be packed. And it's usually for two reasons. One, everybody was just passed out drunk from the night before. Or two, people are just like, oh, well, I don't do that. That's not my style. That's not what my company does. That's not what my partnership is about. So I don't need to be there. And in reality, like, why y'all still splitting with flex feet? Why are we still doing tricks with sloppy arms and there's no core engagement like come on people let's get it together so it's kind of piggybacking off of my experiences in the salsa scene and I feel like this is my way of being able to kind of contribute to the salsa scene in the way that I want to like to be honest in this salsa scene I don't really care too much for performing anymore I have grown a love and passion like I always have for helping others and teaching others. So I think if I were to stay in this salsa scene, that it would be mainly because I want to train other people and really give them kind of, I don't want to say too much on skills, but I also want to give them the encouragement that I feel like teachers don't give anymore. I want to give them the inspiration. I want to really light a passion and a fire under their ass, you know, because I feel like people around here are starting to lack that because everything has now become competition this competition that and like always battling for some type of validation in this scene and it's like what happened to the good old days of being like hey you're just you're just fucking great you're just fucking awesome you know so I feel like that's what my event is really going to flourish in and that's what's going to make Camp Kate what Camp Kate really is. And this is something that would definitely separate my event from the rest of the events. And granted, I'm pretty sure I'll see a couple of copycats out there. And that's totally fine. As long as you guys know, this is where you heard it first. (laughs) Um, Another thing that I love so much about this event is the fact that we get to have that camp experience where we will be in cabins with people. So it's like really getting that bonding experience and when you see these people that will be at camp kate and you see them at events if they're on another team or if they're from another studio when you see them at events you guys have that special bond to look back and be like oh remember when we shared a dorm or when we shared the cabin at camp kate remember the campfires you know remember the team games stuff like that i really take pride in having in those memories because that's something that i've always cherished as a as a dancer is like looking back at my old salsa team memories it's like I can go out with my friends that used to be on that team like oh remember when we did this remember when we did that you know so it's something that I feel like this scene is slowly 
losing little by little. And I, I feel like that, not even so much just this scene, but just life in general, like it's very rare that you can have those genuine moments anymore. It's always like, yo, remember the time that we got real fucked up? Like, why does it have to be that? Why can't it be like, yo, remember the time that we were working so hard to better ourselves and then in the process we grew friendships and we grew bonds, you know, stuff like that. I just want to take a more positive turn with things. And I feel like I deserve that. I deserve a positive turn in life. And I feel like everybody else after this crazy pandemic deserves a positive turnaround. And what better way than to do it this way, you know? So that's something I'm excited for. Make sure you're following Camp Kate on Instagram. And if it's something that you're interested in doing next year and being a part of Camp Kate, um, keep an eye out <laughs> for when I drop the information. And I'll let you guys know when I will be doing registration for Camp Kate 2022. Other than that, whoever's going to Camp Kate 2021, just know that you are so special to me. You are literally making my 11 year old self deep down inside cry like I think when this event is probably over I'll probably cry but as of right now I'm trying to remain calm I'm trying not to overthink anything I'm trying not to get too ahead of myself I'm just taking it all step by step like today was definitely a stressful day because I'm doing so many last minute things and oh my god I caught myself like three times ready to cry and I'm like girl you you can't control everything. There are going to be things that are out of your control, especially things like weather that I feel like is my main stress because it is an outdoor event. So it's like, fuck, what if it rains? Everything that I have planned. Can we have our lake parties? Can we have our pool parties? So yeah. And I forgot to mention, but the one who is in charge of all of this is 26-year-old me. No help. No nothing. I did it all on my own. And I wanted to live in this moment right here. I wanted to live in the moment that I'm going to have on Monday when it's all over and people are leaving with new friendships. I wanted to live in that damn, I did that moment, you know? And after having a year where I thought I wasn't good enough and having a year of doubting myself, for me to have something like this, to say like, I really did this on my own. You can do it you are enough, you know? And I feel like that was the best birthday gift I can ever give myself. And it's a birthday gift that I'm able to share with everyone else for years to come. So I'm so excited for this. If you are going to Camp Kate, know that you have my heart. If you plan on going to Camp Kate, welcome to the Camp Kate family. And yeah, campers, are you ready? Because it is going to be lit. Happy 27th birthday to me. Now, before I let you guys go, I just wanted really quick to share with you guys some important lessons that I have learned this year. I got this idea somewhat off of someone who DM'd me on Instagram and was like, hey, for your birthday episode on the podcast, why don't you do 27 lessons you've learned in life for your 27th birthday? And I was like, that is so cute, but that is also very long. And I'm already bored and I didn't want it to be too negative and, you know, be like, oh, I have past drama and here I am, you know, like, no, I'm just I'm over that already. 
And I never want anybody to pity me because number one, I know it's not really healthy to say, well, so I've been told other people in life do have it worse doesn't mean I'm not important or what I go through isn't important. But you know, I just feel like it's too time consuming to keep dwelling on the past, you know, like it is what it is, it happened. And it's time to learn from it and move on. So I guess that's lesson number one. (laughs) Another really important lesson that I learned is it does get it does get really lonely sometimes when you are very focused on yourself and very focused on bettering yourself and that is okay for a while i started to take it really personal that uh, like my friend group started to shrink more and more and i just noticed that my friend group was starting to shrink more and more because my interests became more serious and the people that i was losing obviously their interests weren't the same So I became very like, this is what I need to do to better me, whether it was business wise or like my mental health. And little by little, I started to cut people off. And like I said, in my last podcast, it was all about setting boundaries. But at the same time, it was like, it's okay, you know? So one lesson that I really am really passionate about now is just believing in myself, And just going with the punches, going with the whole trial and error thing, like not everything you do in life is going to be perfect. We weren't created to be perfect. And if you're listening to this and you're like, yes, preach, I'm talking to you. I am talking directly to you. You are not perfect and that is perfectly okay. And I've learned this year mainly that it's okay. I'm going to make mistakes. If something works for me, then we're going to move forward with it. If it doesn't work, well, then you know what? Toss it in the trash, pick up something new, and let's do it again. Or you just get back up and you try again, you know? So that's a really good lesson that I walked away with this year. Another good lesson that I learned this year is to be very present in the moment and appreciate the people who are around you. This month specifically is very hard for me. Um, If you guys listened to the first episode of 2020 made me do it, um, then you guys may or may not know that I share a birthday with my cousin, Justin, who committed suicide. And this year will be birthday number two without him. And it just, it really sucks. But that experience was an eye opener for me to one, take my mental health more serious and realize that my mental health really does strongly affect me, but it affects the people around me because yeah, he reached his end, but the pain never stops. Like I feel the pain, my family feels the pain, his mom feels the pain, like the pain just never goes away. So that taught me to really put myself first and live in the moment and appreciate everything that I have now, appreciate my family, appreciate my friends, and just take that moment to be like, hey, I love you, you know, like stuff like that, like to live very in the moment, because it also became a point where it's like, I got so wrapped up in everything that I was doing business wise, and that I was kind of blocking out all of the in the moment things that I now look back on and it's like, damn, if I would have known then what I know now, I would have really appreciated that moment. And another horrible moment that's 
coming up is the anniversary of one of my best friends passing away, which is David. And again, I just keep thinking back to the day, like our last moments together, like hanging out and like going to haunted houses and stuff. And it's like, I sit there and I'm like, if I knew then what I know now, I would have made it my business to love you harder. I would have made it my business to hug you harder, to, you know, laugh with you more. And it's stuff like that. Like those are moments I can't get back from the both of them. Like I really wish I can go back in time and be like, hey, I love you more. You know, like I just want to express so much love and so much and tell them how much I miss them and like have those final moments with them that I obviously can't have. And they are the reason that June kind of is a a little hard, but at the same time, they taught me the most valuable lesson. And that is to live in the moment and to appreciate the people that you have with you, appreciate the people that are with you and support you in everything that you do. So if you're listening to this and before I let you guys go, because it's my birthday and I got to get to work on this freaking event. But before I let you guys go, take this moment to really sit here whether you're driving, whether you're walking, whether you're doing your laundry, if you're just listening to this while you're doing a task, I want you to stop where you are right now. Appreciate the moment that you're in. Be grateful for whatever it is that it's around you. If it's your house, if it's your apartment, if it's your car, if it's your family, if you're sitting with a loved one, take a moment and appreciate that. Live in this moment. Be grateful for the fact that you're experiencing this moment. And when you're done listening to this, I want you to call someone and let them know that you love them. Because as cheesy and as corny as it sounds, we don't know if tomorrow will be our last day with them. We don't know if right now in this moment, this is our last moment with them. So I want you to get off of this podcast, call someone, tell them that you love them and that you appreciate them and tell them Kate said that she loves them too. This was probably problematic. I'm your host, Kate. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me, listening to my podcast. Thank you guys for the ongoing support. I read all of your messages and I love you guys so, 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 so much. Thank you guys for hearing me out. It's my 27th birthday. I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, guys.